Hello, everyone. This is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we start the show, I just want to say a quick word on behalf of Patriot Underground Gold and PatriotUndergroundSilver.com. You folks have heard me talk a lot about rolling over your 401k and your IRA into precious metals. We all know that the dollar is on its way out. De-dollarization is here. The BRICs are spearheading this effort. Now is the time to make these moves, folks. Click the link in the description and my team will contact you and explain how easy it is. And this will be the best financial decision you've ever made. I am not a financial analyst myself, but quite frankly, you don't have to be to see the direction that things are going in the world. We have a narrow opportunity to protect and secure the wealth that we've earned our entire lives. It's time to de-dollarize yourself and put your savings into precious metals. It's a no-brainer, folks. Click the link in the description, like I said, and you will be happy you did. All right, everybody, enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is November 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So tonight, I'm going to provide a situation analysis report. And certainly, there's a lot going on, as I typically say at the beginning of every show. I don't know how much we're really going to cover tonight in terms of all of the information that's happened since my last situation analysis report, but I really want to take a wide angle approach as I typically do. And I think my audience knows that that's always the lens that I try to use to make the most sense out of all this fog of war. Because I think when you, when you really zoom out and you look at the big picture and you remind yourself what the big picture is, and you can see how these different puzzle pieces amidst all this fog of war are very rapidly starting to, I mean, at one point it was slow, but now very rapidly starting to come into place. And it really helps sift through a lot of the disinformation, a lot of the fog, and helps us focus on what's truly important and what we need to keep our eyes on. Because let's face it, folks, there are a lot of enemy sources of information. There are a lot of black hats out there pumping disinformation. They're pumping out all types of false narratives. And certainly, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of fog of war, and, the, and most patriots out there are doing their dead-level best to give you the truth. And I, I do believe that that's actually more often the case than not. But nevertheless, a lot of disinformation gets pumped into people's eardrums every single day, and it causes them to doubt. It causes them to start to wonder about, well, I don't know, maybe this plan, maybe I am being manipulated. That's exactly what the black hats are trying to do. And so I feel like my job, along with many other patriots and truthers out there, is to try to give you guys the best possible explanation from a 40,000 foot perspective of what's going on. And certainly a big part of this discussion tonight is going to center around the activation of sleepers. And you might think that I, I'm referring to what I typically am referring to in this context, which is the enemy and sleeper cells coming across the border and, you know, all these topics that we've talked about in detail. And I think those are still very, very relevant. Don't get me wrong. And still just as much a threat. But I think we also have to look at the flip side of the coin and we have to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, do we really think that the White Hats didn't anticipate every single move that the enemy is making. And moreover, did we not anticipate that the White Hats would also have their own sleepers? And that really is going to be the focal point, like I said, of a big part of tonight's show. And you've heard me talk a lot about game theory operations. I've gone into some detail in the past. I've talked about it really in 
kind of at the granular level. I mean, to the to the best of my ability, not being a mathematician, but this is a branch of applied mathematics that is being used in a military application, in a military context. And in essence, as we know, the Black Hats, the, the deep state playbook is known to the White Hats. And the reason that it's known to the White Hats isn't just because they've studied it, isn't because they just have this brain trust of individuals that have come together and figured it out, even the AI that they use to augment their wargaming strategies. It's also because of human intelligence, because of infiltration. That's the reason that they know their playbook. And so when you think about game theory, without getting into a big discussion on it, it's basically when you have two opposing sides that have to make moves against the other in, in this context, of course, in a war, and each move is interdependent on every other move that's available to your opponent. And if you know the playbook ahead of time, then it's very easy to game the enemy. It's 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 think of it as almost like a poker game. I mean, we've talked about the trump card, right? I mean, both sides have their cards, they have their their hand to play. And no matter what they do, it's going to affect what the other player does. But when you already know the basic playbook of the enemy based upon not only years and years, decades of planning, but also decades of infiltration, you have a pretty good chance at forcing them to do exactly what they don't want to do. And at the same time, in order to keep up appearances, make it seem as if this is exactly what they had planned all along. You see, the enemy runs a confidence game. That's what this is all about for them. They understand that this is all about consciousness. This is all about public perception. That's what this war is really rooted in. It's, it's all about whether or not the White Hats can generate an organic, popular, or populist awakening all across the world. I mean, obviously, we're focused here in America, but this is worldwide, as we know. We talk about all the different theaters in the world. I'm going to talk about what's going on in Europe in a moment. But this is all over the world. So it's really about whether or not the enemy, the deep state, can prevent the Great Awakening versus whether or not the White Hats are able to steer the enemy in the direction of exposing themselves in the process and all of their plans and machinations and all of their end games and their schemes that they had planned for us to expose that by their own hand because they've got no other choice. And in so doing, cause that great awakening. And of course, we all know what happens. I mean, certainly we don't know exactly the sequence. We don't know how it's all going to go down. But we, we certainly anticipate that when the floodgates finally open, and I anticipate that's probably going to be during Trump's trial, and there are certainly folks out there who would disagree with me on the timing, but I really do believe I've talked about the Trump card and I've talked about, you know, Josh Reed's great podcast where he broke it all down. The military evidence that's being introduced to use in this trial that they've been gathering behind the scenes all this time that Trump's first term was all about. It was about setting the legal framework to gather up all of this intelligence, all of this evidence to monitor these elections in real time, to prevent the election fraud from going unnoticed and untracked and being therefore unprovable. They've been doing this in the background. Even mainstream media has admitted 
that the military has been tracking the elections, has been monitoring the elections, even going back to the most recent stolen one in 2020. We know that this has been going on. So when this information comes out during this live stream trial, or whether it comes out beforehand, I mean, certainly we don't know. A lot of people don't think we're going to even make it to March. I disagree. I think that this is all planned out. I think it's all plotted out. But nevertheless, whether you agree or disagree, at a certain point, this evidence is coming forward. We know that the military didn't just gather all of this. The White Hats didn't just gather all this evidence. They didn't put Trump in the position to set up all of these legal parameters just so that they could never use it and and watermark all of these ballots. I mean, certainly, folks, we, we can't lose sight of what I consider to be common sense in this scenario, that we, we all of a sudden we're just going to believe that the White Hats all have all of this evidence and they're not going to do anything with it, that these executive orders that Trump signed, 13848, 13818, those are the ones that get referenced the most often. You really think that those were put in place for no reason? Of course not. They were put in place so that during this trial, during the J6 trial, the big one, the big kahuna for treason, inciting an insurrection, everything that they're trying, everything that they did, the coup that they pulled, they're going to try to lay that all on Trump. And that's when he's going to play that Trump card. And that, quite frankly, folks, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be the moment when the floodgates open. I don't mean that that's going to be the only event we have to keep in mind here. The military has everything. They've got McAfee's 32 terabytes. They've got all of Julian Assange's information. They've got Hunter Biden's laptop. They've got Anthony Weiner's laptop, and it all connects to Epstein. We're going to get into that in a little bit more detail. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is all leading us toward what I happen to think is going to be a, an absolute flood of disclosure, followed by the deep state's response. And the deep state's response, in my view, is going to be some form of a denial of justice. That we're going to see, just like you know, you've heard Juan O'Savin talk about so many times, there's no justice in the Justice Department. There's no justice in the system. This needs to be demonstrated to the entire world in real time, live stream. The world is going to see proof positive evidence not even just evidence. I mean, it's literal proof. And I happen to think that in this pantomime, we're going to see the deep state once again come up with some reason and deny the justice that everyone in the entire, not just the entire country, the whole world's going to be watching this, as we know. The whole world is going to witness the most egregious miscarriage of justice that you could imagine in real time. And I think this all has to play out. Why? Because you can't tell people. You have to make them live through it. You have to make them experience it. This is all about consciousness, folks. Like I, like I said, it really comes down to whether or not the White Hats are going to be able to prompt the Great Awakening versus whether the deep state is going to be able to shut it down and somehow prevent our ascension. That's it. There's a million other things at play. Don't get me wrong. But that is the big ticket item. That is what this whole war 
comes down to. And that's why the White Hats had to take this approach. In addition to what I talked about as far as John F. Kennedy was concerned, they had to take a different approach because if they didn't, they realized that there was no way they were going to defeat this enemy. They have far too many tentacles. And so they began this process of infiltration. And what we're starting to see now is the activation of white hat sleepers. But getting back to the big picture, and then I'm going to kind of hone in on some of the details here. Once this denial of justice happens, we're going to see all types of activation, in my view, of the enemy. All types of false flags, I think we're going to see this is probably going to be the, the moment where, the, where all the storm clouds really come together. And it really is the eye of the storm. Because when the floodgates open, it's all about whatever the deep state can do to prevent those floodgates from staying open and trying to clamp down on it. I mean, in the simplest terms, it's about awakening versus shutting down the awakening. That's really what it comes down to. So the deep state is going to have to do, they're going to have to play all of their cards. And my contention has always been that the White Hats know what cards they're going to play. The playbook is known. Q made that very clear to us. And we've had it proven to us over and over and over and over again with the Q drops. So where does that lead? Well, it leads to a near-death experience. It leads to the precipice of destruction. Could it be the border? Sleeper cells being activated in mass? Absolutely. I've talked about that. I, I'm starting to really kind of lean in that direction, but that doesn't mean that I think that's going to be the only thing that happens. We're also going to see the black swan events or event, depending on how it goes down. We're going to see the, the financial markets crash. We're going to see most likely the conflagration of this geopolitical storm that's just absolutely raging across the world. And it's just, it's only picking up intensity with every passing day. And I think it's going to be in that moment, and nobody knows exactly what it's going to look like, but in that moment where the people having witnessed this denial of justice, and let's not forget, I mean, regardless of what we see around us, and I have to remind myself of this all the time, regardless of what we see around us on a daily basis, the world is waking up massively. And this country already voted for Donald Trump in a landslide in 2020. So the people are a lot more awake, I think, than even us in the in the awakened community. The truth is want to give them credit. For. And so when they see this after after already the, 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 the vast majority of the country already supporting Trump, already believing that there was something screwy with the election, even if they don't want to go as far as admitting the full out truth as we are. But they know that something was wrong. But then when they see that it's completely proven, when it's demonstrated to them, when it's basically presented on a silver platter and the system absolutely rejects it in unprecedented tyranny, they're going to be able to connect the dots real quick between the false flags that they start running and all these other distractions, all this other chaos that they're going to, that they're going to drum up. No doubt people are going to very easily be able to make that connection. They're going to see that the system is insulating itself. It's trying to protect itself. They're going to know that they're inside of a tyrannical system. Now, is this all a pantomime? Absolutely. Do the White Hats know exactly what the deep state is going to do? Absolutely. Are they controlling a lot of these deep state actors 
You bet. And are there a whole army, or I should say, is there a whole army of white hat sleepers that are being activated? Absolutely. And so in that moment, where does that lead? Well, the, the country is going to be on the same page. We're not going to agree on every single issue ideologically and politically, but we're going to recognize that we have a common enemy. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how that's coming together in terms of game theory operations, how the left is starting to distance themselves more and more from Biden, how this has all been planned for by the alliance. It's all coming together. And we all know that it leads to the EBS or the EAS, or whatever you want to call it, the emergency alert system. When the chaos, when 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 things are just spiraling out of control, people are just losing their minds. The deep state is running false flags, most likely. They're probably going to dress up as Trump supporters. I mean, when you think about it, it's completely logical. Trump's on trial. There's a denial of justice. And then there's all of these false flag attacks, all of these it's very easy to say, oh, it's the angry Trump supporters pulling false flags. And to then use that as an excuse to try to impose more draconian censorship. We all know what the game plan is, folks. And then ultimately, with the with the crashing of the of the financial system, we know that the deep state had a plan there too. They wanted to roll in their CBDC. Like I've talked about on my last show, it's not that the deep state is trying to protect the dollar. It's that they're trying to crash the dollar so that they can bring in a whole new system of even more tyrannical control, complete control over you. It's not going to happen. But you see, both sides, again, it's this parallel construction. Both sides have their end game. And both sides had planned to steer this toward a financial crash and military intervention, but they all plan that both sides clearly plan on it going in a very different way, resolving in a very different way. And I believe in that moment, when Trump and the White Hats are finally convinced that the American people, and indeed people across the world, but this is where it's going to happen. This is ground zero. This is where the real fight is. What's going on overseas, and of course it's important. It's a, it's a puzzle piece, but the real battle is right here. And ultimately, folks, I happen to believe that in that moment, once the American people are finally speaking with one voice and calling out and saying, we need intervention, we need justice, that's when the military is going to step in. That's when the EBS is going to go off. And that's really when the Great Awakening if there's ever a moment when it finally arrives, that's going to be the moment. So let's kind of dig in a little bit here and talk about some examples. OK, and we're going to start over in Europe. And certainly there's a lot of theaters in this war. Obviously, we know uh, North Korea just fired a, or just successfully launched a spy satellite. I'm going to look into that and probably talk more about that on my next show. But the Pacific Rim is heating up very, very quickly. But let's just focus for a moment on what's going on in Europe. Now, you've heard me talk about Poland many times and also Germany and also France and these other nations in Europe that I believe are all headed toward either outright defection from NATO. We just heard that France might be trying to join the BRICS nations. 
So either outright defection from NATO or some sort of a military coup. Now, what's happening in, in Poland very recently, the prime minister resigned. And essentially has, I think, probably another week. I think they gave him like two weeks to form, you know, a, a sort of a, a new government. And if he fails and the previous prime minister comes in and he gets a, a crack at it. But there is there has been an absolutely massive populist awakening that's happened in Poland because of the economic collapse that's happening as the direct result of being used by NATO as a staging ground to go into Ukraine. And of course, all of the weapons, all of the money, all the support that they've thrown behind this losing effort. And so the Polish people have finally figured out that not just not just now, not just in 2021, 22, 23, but really for decades, even for centuries, that Poland has been used as a staging ground to launch wars for the military industrial complex. Certainly, we know going back to World War I and II, especially World War II, the Polish people have woken up in mass. And let's not forget the truth about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline sabotage false flag that it turns out that now the now they're basically openly saying that this was ukraine that was behind this now obviously we know that's a whitewash we know that really ultimately it was langley that was behind it that ukraine couldn't have pulled off on their own without any assistance without any knowledge or technological assistance from the seals and all of their different all the different military assets that are absolute experts in underwater demolition. There's no way they would have pulled this off. But regardless, it doesn't really matter. In this context, the, the fact of the matter is that Poland realizes, just like all of these other countries in Europe, that they've been had. And this whole thing was a false flag designed to cause World War III. And so the intel coming out of Poland is that basically they're predicting that there's going to be a massive civil unrest that could lead to a very, very close to a civil war situation. And as the Polish people become more and more aware of the corruption in their government, the treason that they've been involved in, this is this is only going to intensify. So I happen to see a military coup on the horizon in Poland. And similarly, in Slovakia, something very interesting has happened as well. You have a divide between the prime minister of Slovakia and the president of Slovakia. The prime minister is pushing against the deep state and the president is very much a deep state tool, a puppet. And so we're hearing more and more reports about how behind the scenes there's there's, there's yet another divide within that country. And that really is the theme here. It's, it's, it's very obvious, folks, that there are white hats in just about every country around the world. And there is a division in the military and the allegiances within the military in just about every country of the world. And so we're seeing something very similar happen in Slovakia. And there are other countries that kind of are following in this same pattern. But this is all building toward what's going to be one heck of a storm in Europe. And, in, you know, I've talked about how America is the real battleground as far as. As far as the the deep state is concerned, the reason I say that, not, not that what's happening everywhere else in the world is irrelevant, no, but because when you really think about the big picture, America 
is the biggest obstacle in their way in terms of implementing their new world order, in terms of achieving their goals and their agenda. But there's a massive storm that's brewing over in Europe, and they're going to, they're going to see some incredible, incredible events. I happen to believe 2024 worldwide is going to be absolutely, well, to say, to call it a year to remember, I think is is probably the understatement of a lifetime. But we're looking at a huge, huge exposure of the European Union, of the corruption inside of all of their governments. The white hat infiltration that I started talking about tonight, I started the show with, is going to be what's really driving. And it's what's driving all of this all over the world. The white hats, the ghosts in the machine, the moles, the sleepers, whatever you want to call them, the deep cover white hats are inside of these governments and, and inside of the military in key positions. You don't go to war unless you've already won. We've already won, folks. This is all just playing out. And yes, it's scary, it's frightening, but you know, let, let me just assure you, the White Hats know their playbook, they have infiltrated, they are in key positions all over the world in all of these different governments. And what's their objective? Well, I mean, what have we seen? They're leaking intel, they're providing evidence, much needed evidence, <laughs> Of all of the deep state's criminality, I mean, why do you think it is that all of this information just keeps getting out there more and more and more if the deep state was really in control? Is the great is the great awakening, is it shrinking or is it expanding? I mean, it's pretty obvious what's happening right now. So they're leaking intel, they're leaking evidence, and it's all designed to cause internal chaos. This is really the game theory, you know, if you really want to get down to some of the, you know, the, the nitty gritty, what they're really doing behind the scenes is that they're they're agitating in ways that the deep state never expected. They're prompting them and pushing them in different ways by leaking information, by exposing various different aspects of their operations. And so in that process, what they're doing much to the dismay of the of the deep state is that they're prompting this mass awakening, like like in Poland, for example. I mean, look all over the world, folks. Has there been a single weekend that's gone by that we haven't seen like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in the streets in countries all over the world protesting their governments? I mean, this is this is not happening by accident. It's all so that the the, the population can experience and have this mass awakening, get together, coalesce, get on the same page, see how corrupt the system is, even after the evidence has all been presented, how more how they get even more tyrannical and they, they expose themselves even more because they've got no other option at that point. Because that's really what happens with tyrants at a certain at, at a certain stage, the only option they have left is force. And that's exactly where the military is all over the world pushing the enemy to go down this road because they know at a certain point they're going to run out of road. And the only option they're going to have left is to come down hard and to clamp down hard. And in that moment, the people are going to rise up. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be violence. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be scary. But mark my words, this is the point where the, the military is going to intervene in our favor, on our behalf. 
because the public has finally gotten on the same page and demanded military intervention. But in Europe specifically, I mean, they're going to go hard. They're going to try to really, really push CBDC. There may be certain countries that are, that even see it implemented for a short amount of time. They're going to see new censorship laws. It's going to get really ugly. Now, how far it's going to go in America, I, I'm not really sure. I think certainly we're going to have a taste, but I don't think it's going to get quite as bad in America as far as the implementation of the CBDC and of the, you know, the censorship laws. I mean, certainly that's floating around, but as we all know, what typically happens is that they beta test, the enemy beta tests things in other countries, specifically in, in European countries. They're like, you know, several years ahead in terms of the the road to tyranny, the road, you know, the, the road to complete enslavement. They're they're ahead of us. And why? Well, because we we're a constant are the remnants of a constitutional republic. And it's much harder to implement here in America. It's not because they didn't want to. So is it going to get really bad in Europe? Yeah, absolutely. They're in for one heck of a storm. And I can't say, you know, with any certainty whether or not the EBS is going to be simultaneous worldwide or if it's going to just simply be in America. I mean, people speculate about that all the time. Whether or not we're going to fix things here in America and then we're going to, you know, basically deal with the rest of the world. I'm not really necessarily convinced of that. I don't really know how realistic that is. I mean, I'm not suggesting that we're all going to just wrap it up in one big package with a nice bow within a matter of days. No, I don't think that. But um, regardless of how it goes down, folks, we're going to see some pretty incredible events in 2024. But whether you're in Europe, and I know I have listeners in Europe, I mean, my goodness, I have listeners all over the world. It's crazy. But whether in, you're in Europe, whether you're in Israel, or whether you're in Canada, whether you're here in the United States, whether you're in South America, when you're South Africa, wherever you happen to be, do not fret, do not fear. And remember that this is God's plan. There's a reason that you were awakened. There's a reason that you were pre-awakened. And it's not so that you could perish in the 11th hour. It's so that you would be prepared to lead on the other side of this storm. That's not to suggest that people out there aren't going to perish in what's left of this crazy storm and this crazy season that we're in. But I happen to believe the people that are listening, the people that are engaged, the people that have a relationship with God, the people that are in prayer, the people that know what's coming, at least to a, to a certain degree. We know we don't know the specifics, but we know the overall game plan. Do I think that we're going to be protected? 100%. Absolutely. I mean, there's an old saying, you know, God doesn't save you from drowning so, you, so he can club you to death on the beach. That's not what this is about. And so as scary as this is right now, and certainly as scary as it's going to get, we have to keep that in mind. And, you know, so, I mean, obviously, having said what I said about Europe, let's kind of switch gears now to America. And let's talk about some examples of white hat sleepers activating right here domestically. And I think the biggest one recently has been Senator Blackburn, Marsha Blackburn came out at a very interesting time, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, right? It seemed like, but is it really out of nowhere? Or is this really all planned? Meticulously, ahead of Trump's trial, perhaps, suddenly we have a senator subpoenaing, or at least a, you know, 
beginning that process of subpoenaing, of getting subpoenas for Epstein's flight log. This is absolutely massive, folks. And when you think about the impact of that, when you think about the fact that billions of people around the world at this point know about Jeffrey Epstein. They know about the flight log. They know about all of it. I mean, we've heard MMA fighters get, you know, grab the microphone and 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 call out people like, you know, Jimmy Fallon and others. I can't remember that 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 fighter's name, but basically saying that until the flight log comes out, they're all pedophiles to me. I mean, this is worldwide recognition. Everybody knows that the elites are involved in pedophilia. And billions of people saw a sitting U.S. senator put forward this resolution, this legislation. This leads to more congressional hearings. And sure, a lot of people out there are cynical about it. And they're like, oh, another do-nothing hearing, another nothing ever happens, no one ever goes to jail. Be patient, folks. And I know you are. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to lecture anybody, but trust me when I tell you. There is a method to all of this madness. They're opening the door to these congressional hearings. And what's going to happen in that process is we're going to see exposure of the three-letter agencies. We're going to see exposure of the military intelligence corruption. We're going to see exposure of big tech collusion. We're going to see exposure that Jeffrey Epstein was and still is an asset. Only this time he's not really an asset to the enemy as he typically functioned as, although there's there's a lot of complicating information or let's just say conflicting information about Epstein. And obviously it'll all get unraveled in terms of who he was working for. And it, it was a double agent, triple agent. Regardless, folks, Epstein, before the White Hats got a hold of him and before he made deals or whatever went on behind the scenes, clearly was a CIA asset. He was a CIA creation. This is all going to be exposed. The entire blackmail ring, the entire human trafficking ring, the adrenochrome production, the organ harvesting, the industrial scale human trafficking. And that's to say nothing of all of the other satanic evils that they're engaged in that, that are going to come out, but I don't think they're going to come out all at once. I think it's going to be pretty strategic in terms of how all this rolls out but once once those floodgates open and once the the i mean it once the public starts to learn about the real scope of this human trafficking and the pedophilia i mean this world is never going to be the same folks and so you know senator blackburn coming out and basically intimating that these individuals are directly involved whoever's on that list that flight log is directly involved in human trafficking that is absolutely seismic and of course it also connects to the border and you you've heard uh representative comer mention the border as being directly connected to human trafficking and of course to biden so all of these different pieces are coming together and this is really i think in some ways it's kind of like I mean, you could you could look at it. I mean, if it's a, a U.S. senator putting this out there for billions of people to see and to hear that, yes, in fact, we're coming after you. You could interpret this very easily as a shot across the bow to the deep state to say, hey, we're coming. This is it. Get ready. And also, of course, it communicates similar things to us 
in the Patriot community. Now, we also know that Hunter Biden's laptop, that's the beauty of this this whole thing is that, I mean, it's it's ugly. And it's, it's, I mean, to call it the beauty of this whole thing, I mean, the, the ugliness of it is is it speaks for itself. But the beauty of this whole plan is that all of these different things are connected. Hunter Biden's laptop. Why is it so important? It connects the deep state money laundering operations, the biolab operations in Ukraine directly to the human trafficking rings that are quarterbacked by the CIA, quarterbacked by Epstein, who I just mentioned was a CIA asset. This is all about exposing all of the corruption behind the scenes and ultimately leading to the exposure and the, and the justice that we demand for all of these criminals. But this is, I mean, the, 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 the flavor of just about every situation across the world is starting to change. I mean, even in Ukraine, we're hearing reports that there could be a, a defection in the military going on there. I actually just saw a report, I think it was Q the Stormwriter who put this out, that the Ukrainian military commanders are absolutely in a rage against Zelensky. And they're talking about a coup. There's the guy, what's his name? Uh, Valery Zaluzny, I think is how you pronounce it, is the commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian military, reportedly has called for the military to abandon the combat zones against Russia or with Russia and actually to occupy the cities. I mean, that's that's a coup. And we're going to have to see whether or not that happens. But why are they so upset? Well, I mean, I think we know. NATO and the U.S. are using the Ukraine to fight this proxy war against Russia. I just I also mentioned the Nord Stream fiasco. I think they're happy about that. They're, you think that there aren't patriots inside of Ukraine, people that don't want to see their entire population wiped out? I mean, they've literally lost about half of their population, folks. Think about that. And then think about if you're a military commander who actually has a soul. And I believe that good people exist all across the world. And that's really what this is all about. We have to remember to, to have faith that there are good men and women in key positions all over the world. I'm not suggesting that this guy, Zaluzny, is good or bad. But certainly, he would be representative of, I'm sure, various different military commanders, military assets inside of Ukraine that haven't been decimated, that are watching the entire country get wiped out and destroyed and coming to the realization that not only is this a U.S.-NATO proxy war, not only has half of their population been decimated, you've got Zelensky stealing billions and billions of dollars on top of it all. You've even got the Washington Post now talking about the Nord Stream 2 being a false flag that was carried out by Ukraine. And so that whole situation, I think, could get very interesting. I mean, how long, how much longer can this go on? It's quite clear to everybody in the world at this point that there's no way that Russia is going to be defeated. And they haven't even gone close to full throttle. And of course, this is this is important here because I talked about, I mentioned, I think, a little bit in the beginning of the show tonight, 
game theory and basically how this is being augmented by artificial intelligence. I may not have mentioned that. I can't really remember. But if I didn't, I'll just remind everyone that that's been going on. Both sides have been using AI, very advanced quantum computers, to war game all of these different strategies out. And my understanding is that AI wargaming has the United States with supposedly the, you know, the most powerful, mighty military in the world, certainly in terms of technological advancements and weapons, we do have the upper hand against any other country in the world. But just in terms of fighting a conventional war, we can't win in any of these worldwide conflict type scenarios. We can't win against an alliance of the BRICS nations. And of course, that's kind of steering more into, you know, the 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 Middle Eastern front, where they hope to spark World War III. But the point here is, folks, is that if we see an alliance, and we already see it between Iran and Russia and China and Turkey and other Mil Middle Eastern countries, there's no way that we can win. And that's why the deep state is doing everything they can to try to drive a wedge by having this whole false flag in Israel to try to drive a wedge in the in the burgeoning unity of the Muslim world, of the Islamic world. They were putting aside all of their differences. They were getting behind de-dollarization. And so you have to understand here that a growing Muslim unification completely kills the deep state 16-year plan. And that's why they're doing everything that they possibly can to prevent that, because that's really their agenda, their World War III agenda. So these are just, you know, these are multiple different examples of what I've been talking about. All of these things are happening contrary to the deep state's interest because of the white hat sleepers. I'll give you another example. I mean, let's talk about the vaccine front for a moment. You've got this ongoing feud, if you will, this drama that's been playing out, you know, for, for months, if not years now, between Rand Paul and Fauci on, you know, the vaccine death toll, all the cover-ups, the origin, the big pharma cover-up, you name it. I mean, this has all been coming out gradually, and this is just a prelude. This is just the beginning. You don't really think that Fauci, first of all, it's not the real Fauci. We all know that. But you really don't think that the White Hats are just going to allow Fauci to get away with all this, are you? You don't really. I mean, it's just like I was saying with Trump's executive orders and all of the, the evidence that they collected at the military sting operation collected having to do with the election. You really think that they didn't do the same thing with COVID? Of course they did. More and more information is coming out every single day. More and more and more exposure is happening. Why? Because of the ghosts in the machine, because of the sleeper agents that have been a part of this plan now. For a lot longer than any of us even knew there was a plan. And Rand Paul is one of those guys. And by the way, when all of this comes out about COVID, the bioweapon attack, the vaccine, it's going to tie directly in. So I was talking about before the beauty of all this, it ties directly into the other pieces I was just talking about, the Hunter Biden laptop. Why? Because it proves that the three letter agencies were directly involved and that there was this cover up in order to abet, in order to aid and abet this military coup against Trump. 
And we and we certainly know that, you know, the usual suspects, it was the Rockefellers that you know, were quarterbacking this whole thing behind the scenes. But all this is going to come out. And so, again, thinking about the big picture here and, you know, talking about game theory and also really talking about the the objective of stimulating this mass organic awakening. You've heard it talked about so many times that there's a culture war. The, the, the brand new president of, of Argentina, Malay, who, of course, you know, there's a lot of uh, conversation about him. Suffice to say, I think he's yet another white hat sleeper. Does he have connections to the World Economic Forum? Yeah, absolutely. In the same way that Maloney over in, in Italy had those similar connections. Do they do certain things that kind of make you scratch your head and go, hmm, not so sure about that? Yes. But does that mean that they're bad? Does that mean that they're not sleeper agents? Do you really think, again, think, do you really believe that the White Hats didn't infiltrate one of their primary dens of evil, the World Economic Forum? Do you really think they didn't know that the deep state was collecting a pool of puppets to put in power all over the world? And you don't think that any of these individuals are actually working for the good guys, whether by their own volition or whether because they're being coerced. I mean, let, let's be honest here, folks. Let's be honest with ourselves. Forget about all the fog of war. Forget about all the disinformation. Ask yourselves these common sense questions. If we if you accept the fact that we're in a war then you have to accept that there's good, there's a good side and a bad side. And all of us here, I think of long people who listen to my show, not just to troll it, but the people who actually listen to my show and resonate with my perspective, they believe, as I do, that the White Hats exist. And so if they do exist and they're carrying out a divine plan, God's plan on God, with God's timing that's being manifested by man, yes, indeed, because that's the way God wills it, not the way he needs it, but the way he wills it, if you believe that they're there. And that they're fighting this war against evil. You have to ask yourselves these common sense questions. Of course, they anticipated the World Economic Forum as being one of the main targets that they needed to infiltrate. And this has all been about, going back to the culture war, this has all been about steering the culture war away from division and getting the people to hate and to fight each other and engage in civil war and kill, kill ourselves toward unification. That's what it's all about. The deep state wanted culture war. They're the ones who basically branded that whole term. Culture war, culture war, division, division, division. It's like it came out in the in the WikiLeaks email. That's what Hillary Clinton said. That's the only way that they can win. More culture war. And the deep state is very, very good at it, which is why the White Hats had to infiltrate. They had to come up with a plan, a long-term strategy to unite the left and the right. Because if you don't bring people together, you don't have a great awakening. You have war. You have what the deep state wants. You play directly into their hand. They needed to come up with a strategy that was the inverse of the deep state strategy, the inverse of their plan to divide left against right. to come up with a way to unite left and right, at least the vast, vast majority 
of the people out there against a common enemy, inverting what the deep state had done. I mean, it's so obvious. We, we already know about Albert Pike. I don't need to get into all that. But, but, you know, we know that the cabal wanted to push and have been pushing for world war. To use Israel as a pressure point to, I mean, I, in my view, I happen to think they're, they're using this whole conflagration, what they're trying to escalate as, as rapidly as they can to use that as a way to rationalize bringing back the military draft. We've heard a lot of talk about this in 2024. Could that be part of this pantomime? Absolutely. Why? Well, it goes back to game theory operations. You think young people out there, all of these woke people, all of these liberals who you know, think that they've got it all figured out. I mean, first of all, they're already pissed at Biden for a number of different reasons, not the least of which is his non-reaction to all of these train derailments, all of these climate disasters. They're waking up in droves already. I mean, just go to TikTok. I mean, it's all you have to do. Go to TikTok, go to X. You'll see for yourself. I don't have to prove it to anybody. <clears throat> it's obvious. All of these groups, I mean, for, forget about all the celebrities who are disting, distancing themselves from Biden, like The Rock, who's probably going to end up running for president. You watch. But forget about them even. What about like LGBTQ people, Antifa, BLM? You think they're going to go along with a military draft? You think they're going to go along with this march into world war? Of course they're not. I mean, certainly I know that there are some really evil people embedded in those in, embedded in those organizations. Don't get me wrong. I'm not singing the praises of Antifa or BLM for that matter. But the reality of the matter is, is that most of the, the individuals who are part of those organizations do not want to see a military draft, do not want to get marched off to war. And this is a big part of the game theory aspect of this operation, the way that the White Hats knew that they could steer this. Because at this point in time, folks, let's face it, if we were to get into a world war, and we're not, but if we were to get into another world war situation, do you really think that they wouldn't have to call people up, that they, that they wouldn't have to have a military draft? When you think about the manpower of these other countries, I mean, it, just think about it hypothetically, if there was going to be a, a uh, conventional war between the U.S. and Russia and China, and I mean, just, just think about China alone. They would have to. They'd have no choice. You think the White Hats didn't know that? Of course they did. And that's why all of these groups are aligning against the war. They're aligning against Biden. They're all distancing themselves. They're all recognizing the deep state. They're all recognizing big pharma. They're all wrecking. Well, maybe not big pharma yet, but they're getting closer. Why? Because of none other than RFK. I mean, you can you can say all day long you don't think he's a Republican or you don't agree with him on the, all these different policies. I don't either. But I don't think that's what's important because I think that RFK knows exactly what's coming in the same way that Trump knows what's coming in the same way that all of these sleepers, all of these white hats who have been acting covertly, they all know what's coming in 2024. And it's not going to be an election, at least not under the, the circumstances that we can perceive right now. A lot depends on timing, and I won't get into a conversation about that. It's, it's, it's conceivable we could have an election in 2024, but not before 
the emergency alert, they, they all know that this is coming. But RFK's influence has been absolutely seismic. This guy has been out there red-pilling more liberals than any one of us could ever imagine to do in 10,000 lifetimes. And so, you know, do I think that we could see protests and riots in 2024 having to do with this push for a draft? It's, it's definitely possible. And do I also think it's going to coincide with all the other things I've been talking about tonight, specifically congressional exposure? Absolutely. Because the white hat is going to continue leaking information. Military leaks are going to continue to happen. They've been happening this entire time. Drip, 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 drip. Gets faster and faster and faster. And then boom, the floodgates open. And again, I gave you my perspective on when I think that's going to happen. I could be wrong. But I think I make a pretty decent argument as far as, you know, Trump's trial. But, you know, putting that aside for just a moment. The three letter agencies, the military industrial complex need to be exposed. All of their plans to perpetuate war for their own interests that they've been doing now for decades is going to get exposed. Not only that, there are also investigations going on as we speak inside of the military, internal investigations. So this is just going to add more fuel to the fire. The deep state military involvement in the bioweapons labs that I talked about, human trafficking, money laundering, the blackmail, the bribes, all of it. And so all of these woke individuals out there are getting actually really woke to what's actually going on right now. Game theory operations, white hat sleepers being activated at the precise moment that they planned. And it's working like a charm. These individuals recognize, even though they don't agree with us on so many different levels, they recognize so much of this problem. The true source of this problem is it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer to the woke individuals out there that they weren't quite as woke as they thought. Mark my words, folks. And, and I mean, this is really why, again, going full circle, this is why we had to take this approach. It's about reversing. It's not just about the reversal event. It's about everything that precedes the reversal event. And that is the reversal of the brainwashing that had to happen. And certainly, you know, we haven't really talked much, uh, certainly in this episode, but I've talked a great deal about Elon Musk. I've talked a little bit about Joe Rogan recently. Certainly, um, Hugh the Stormwriter has talked a lot about Joe Rogan as being a massive, massive red pilling force in 2024. I think he's very likely going to change his political viewpoints. He's going to suddenly embrace Trump. He's going to have Trump on his show. Just wait. We haven't seen anything yet, folks. And it's it's really getting good. We got the the J6 tapes, all the J6 tapes have been given to the Speaker of the House. This is going to fully expose this operation that was that was quarterbacked by the FBI, by the three-letter agencies. Tucker Carlson, what he put out there, that was just an aperitif. That's all that was. That was just to get people thinking. But that was the tip of the iceberg. All of this is going to come out. I mean, and you've even got mainstream media now. You've even got... MSNBC coming out and saying that Trump 
is going to beat Biden in the next election. I mean, can you say coffin nails, folks? Unbelievable. The mainstream media, I mean, they're still trying to say, I think it was two weeks ago, they said something like, I think I saw on CNN that Biden had a a 58% approval rating or something like that. And I joked about it. I think it was Jim Willie that I had on the show at the time. But I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous, right? And now, a couple weeks later, they're now saying it's at 40%. I mean, they're they're absolutely losing their minds, folks. They don't know what to do. They're looking for replacements. I mentioned the Rock. I mean, they, they, who knows? I mean, he they they could they could pull anything out of a hat at this point, but none of it's going to work. And it's it's honestly it's going to be I think comical at some level to watch them scramble and try to pick up the pieces as everything just crumbles. And so. I think we're living through an absolutely fascinating time, folks. I mean, Benjamin Fulford, he actually put out some really interesting intel. He talked about how the Khazarian mafia is being defeated in Ukraine. They're going to be defeated in Israel. And that, you know, he kind of goes into this, this uh, the history of it, you know, that this is a centuries old plan and that the, the cabal had always anticipated running this massive global slave i know i say global a lot of flat earthers get mad at me so i'll just say a worldwide uh uh slave plantation that was supposed to be run out of those two countries according to fulfer's intel and i happen to agree with that but you know as we know the most important aspect of what's going on in the middle east as far as i'm concerned is that israel is awake nine out of ten israelis know they know what time it is They know that Netanyahu's a criminal. They're outside of his residence calling him a murderer. They were already on the verge, well, they said of a civil war, but I happen to think it was more they were already on the verge of a military coup because of the threat of civil war. And that's kind of the same basic theme that that we're going to see play out. Like in Poland, I talked about it could be, you know, in various other countries around the world, they get very, very close to civil war. They may even engage in some skirmishes, but that forces the military's hand. It forces them to come in. But, I mean, even the mainstream media, I mean, we've talked about their slow conversion. They, they're they even starting to criticize Netanyahu, to turn on Netanyahu, to turn on Biden. And then he also talked about the, uh, the IOC, which is the Islamic Organization of Cooperation. And they have basically gathered together and they are forming this coalition to take down the Zionist regime. Now, this could go different ways, folks. I don't know. Could we see an internal takedown of the Zionist regime? It's possible. I remember I asked SG about that. He didn't really think that that was the direction this was going to go. He thought it was more going to be like a multinational coalition. And that's, it appears at least, that's what's what's gearing up to take place. So this, the IOC is forming this coalition to take down the Zionists because they recognize what's happening and they're not going to be forced into World War III. So that's the thing. We're, we're going to see continued kinetic action, but it's not going to spiral out of control into a worldwide conflict because it's already been agreed upon by the Russians, by the Chinese, and of course, you know, the other powers that be. But we have to mention, you know, the, the three biggies, the U.S., Russia, and China have all agreed that this is not going to go in this direction. And various other countries, I I do believe that all of these other countries, other than the actual cabal targets, are all on board with this. But 
Suffice to say, they're going to soon issue an ultimatum to the IDF. And they're going to say either, and this is, again, this is according to Benjamin Fulford, the intel he put out, that either they arrest the deep state, either they arrest the Zionist criminals, or they're going to face an attack of a, an army about 5 million strong that they're not going to be able, they're not going to be able to contend with. That's They're talking about a force that would outnumber the IDF 10 to 1. And so, in essence, what he's talking about here is that the IOC is going to demand an internal coup, or they're going to say, we're going to attack you. One way or another, the Zionists have to go. So we'll have to see how this goes down. And I guess part of the deal was that if they actually do go through with this internal coup and they actually take care of business inside of their own country, that during this interim period where they're forming a new government, that they would be under the guardianship uh, against uh, of Turkey against uh, external threats. And actually, uh, Erdogan has come out and, you know, he hasn't, of course, announced all this yet, but he, he did come out and announce that there is a global initiative to resolve the Gaza crisis. And we also know that Blinken has been kind of stonewalled this entire time. He's been out there trying to, you know, basically throw up, throw road spikes and all these different efforts. And he's he's basically being ignored uh, and told to go screw by just about everyone. So and then, oh, and there's one other piece to this. He said that any nuclear blackmail or, you know, deterrent that's threatened by the Zionists is going to be countered by Pakistan's nuclear arsenal. Let's not forget that they're also an Islamic nation. And so, you know, he talked about how the, the plan, the deep state plan had been to have like the Gog versus, versus Magog, the biblical scenario, like the G7 countries and Russia, and then, you know, the, the, uh, the Shanghai organization cooperation, you know, like all the Pacific Rim countries, the, the, the plan was to just have them, have these two forces essentially annihilate each other and wipe out 90% of humanity. That's the, 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 I guess it's the biblical Armageddon timeline of the deep state. That's what they've always been hoping and praying for and leading us toward, I mean, this entire time, but it's not going to happen for the reasons that I just talked about. So it's a very, very great time to be alive, folks. I'll tell you, there's just so much going on. Before I break tonight, I am going to cover just a little bit of information on uh, the financial aspect of things. So I think this is very important for folks to understand. Now, we already know that the U.S. corporation is bankrupted, okay? So everything that we're, we're witnessing play out right now as far as the financial side of things is all pantomime, okay? And so you've got, we, we've talked a lot about de-dollarization on multiple different shows, but you've got so many different countries right now that are dumping treasuries, China and you know, there's there's so many countries that I mean, it's 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 mind blowing because basically they can't get anyone to purchase these treasury bonds. They can't get anyone to buy. them. And it was really interesting because Chinese have recently been dumping treasuries. And in essence, what they're attempting to do is to collapse the Federal Reserve and I guess you could say by extension, the city state of D.C., and that when they started dumping all of these treasury bonds, the deep state, the Khazarian mafia, they retaliated by hacking Chinese banking systems. And this was actually reported by Reuters. This was in the mainstream news. 
And so the the whole idea here that this was directed at the this this uh, this hacking attempt. It was directed at the Industrial and Corporate Bank of China, the ICBC, and apparently it disrupted a whole bunch of additional attempts by China to dump more treasury. So there is a finance. There's like a hot financial war going on behind the scenes right now. And the Federal Reserve has offered a $24 trillion bond to cover our debt. And like I said, not a single penny of it was purchased. None of it. And so this this de-dollarization that we've been talking about, folks, it is really, really shifting into high gear. And it's absolutely exciting to see. So hopefully you folks got a pretty good picture tonight of the 40,000 foot perspective that I set out uh, to present to all you folks. There's there's a lot of other stuff here in my notes. I realize now I've been on, I think I've probably been on for well over an hour now, uh, and I haven't even gotten to all of it. I had a feeling it was going to be one of those shows, but I'll save this for my next show. It's certainly, I, I think I've covered a pretty decent amount of the waterfront tonight. So hopefully you have a, a, a better understanding of the big picture. And I just want to encourage everyone, like I said, to always be mindful of that big picture and don't let all of these distractions steer you away from where your attention and your focus needs to be. We are in the final phases. We truly are. And all of these puzzle pieces are coming together. So hopefully you folks enjoyed this podcast. Do me a favor, hit that like button and uh, make sure that you're following me on the different platforms I'm on. I'm on BitChute, Rumble, Podbean, Odyssey. I'm also on uh, Truth Social and I'm on Telegram. You should definitely follow me on both of those, but I'm, I'm most active on Telegram. So if you really want to know like what's going on with me in between shows and see the articles that I'm posting, the things that I'm focusing on, uh, you definitely want to join my Telegram channel. There's a link in the description. And there's other links in the description as well. I want to mention my locals community. We have a great community now. We're approaching almost 100 people uh, who are active supporters. You can become a supporter by clicking on that link. For $5 a month, you get first access to all of my new content. You're going to get access to the Patriot Underground chats. You're going to get access to live Q&A sessions and more bonus content that I'm planning on rolling out very soon. So definitely click that link. You can also make a one-time donation if you don't want to become a, a you know a monthly uh, subscriber or a supporter, I should say. You can make a one-time donation. It helps me out massively. You should also check out patriotunderground.shop. That's my merch store. You can pick up a hat, a hoodie, a T-shirt, a beer mug, a sticker. I have a lot of really high-quality items on there. Definitely want to check them out. Thank you to everybody out there who's made a purchase. I also want to mention switch-stores.com. This is the spot where you want to go to basically ditch the big box conglomerates to take the money that you're already spending. We're not talking about additional money. We're just talking about whatever you normally spend at either the grocery store or Target or Walmart or any of these big box conglomerates that are all cabal owned and cabal controlled that, that funnel your money directly into evil. It's basically giving you an option to switch stores to get the items that you need, your toothpaste, your deodorant, your hand lotion, your detergent, a wide variety of products, folks. There's just way too many to mention. They've got the best vitamins and supplements out there, the best essential oils. Check it out today, folks. You're not going to spend additional money. In fact, you're probably going to end up saving quite a bit of money. These are high-quality products, non-toxic, manufactured in the U.S., shipped directly to your door. It's a no-brainer for patriots. And I've tried a wide variety of their products. I've been a member now for two plus years myself. 
and I absolutely love it. My family loves the products. Best hand lotion I've ever used. I'm telling you, check it out. It's worth your while. Switch-stores.com. You'll see that link in the in the uh, description of the video. And finally, folks, I just want to mention, I touched a little bit upon the financial situation. You've heard me harp on this over and over and over. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to ring the alarm bells and let folks know that now is the time to de-dollarize. You see, the whole world is de-dollarizing. You should too. That means if you've got a 401k, if you've got an IRA, you want it to be removed from being, you don't want it to be tied to the stock market and hence the dollar. That's ultimately in a crack up boom type situation like Jim Willie talked about. It's only a matter of time before this entire house of cards comes crashing down. We know about the QFS. We know about Nasara and Jasara, but that doesn't change the fact that you've earned a, through a lifetime of your hard effort and your hard work, you've earned a nice little nest egg for yourself. Why put it at risk? With all the unanswered questions about what's going to happen, we certainly see a freight train coming at you. You know, you may not you may not know what's coming after that freight train, but you certainly see that freight train crum, coming at you. And financially speaking, folks, all of the signs are there. All of the warning signs are there. The big banks. I mean, mark my words when I tell you we're going to see a lot of bank failures in the very, very near future. I think before we even get out of this year, we might see another major bank failure. But who knows? They might be able to prop it up into 2024. But I'm telling you. We haven't seen anything yet. You think Silicon Valley was a big deal? You think First National was a big deal? Again, like I said, these are aperitifs. These are these are tea leaves, folks. Read them. Pay attention. Put your your money, take your money out of the stock market, out of the dollar, and use it for constitutional money. We're going back to a gold-backed system. Buy gold and silver. That's That's where it's at. Historically, it's been proven time and time again, and we know where we're headed. So I'm just going to put that out there, folks, and remind everybody just to click on that link, patriotundergroundgold.com or patriotundergroundsilver.com. It takes you to the same page. Certain accounts are going to qualify for up to $10,000 of free silver. You definitely want to check this out, folks, and do it while you still have the time. The window of opportunity is closing. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll be back soon with another report. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.